Welcome, Impactful Parents. It's time for the Impactful Parenting Podcast, where I give you parenting tips and resources to make you a more impactful parent to your school-age child. I am your host, Christina Campos. Welcome, Impactful Parents. Today, we're going to talk about five tips for traveling with anxious, inflexible, neurodiverse kids. Hello, my name is Christina Campos. I'm founder of The Impactful Parent, and I help parents of school-age children turn their chaos into connection with their adolescent. I offer parent education videos every week, online courses, and coaching. And if that wasn't enough, I bring experts in, in other fields onto The Impactful Parent stage to teach you even more. And today I have a special guest. Her name is Dawn Barclay. And Don is an award-winning author who has spent over 30 years in the travel industry. She has now written a book called Traveling Different, Vacation Strategies for Traveling with Anxious, Inflexible, or Neurodiverse Kids. So I'm excited to have her on the show today to talk about those strategies and to help our impactful parent audience travel with more ease and happiness. Thank you for being here. Thanks very much for having me. I would love to give my audience a taste of what they would find in this. One, like a couple little real gold nuggets that we could take with us today and use. And then hopefully that'll encourage people to go out and read more. So I've got tips for you if you have a neurodiverse child. Uh, First, you want to introduce the concept of travel. So how are you going to do that? If you have a very young child, you might read them books uh, where their favorite characters are involved in travel situations. or what you can do is start taking trips locally to uh, a museum, children's museum or an aquarium or a zoo and talk about it being a trip because then you've created a positive frame of, you know, a positive frame of reference. So if it goes well, you can always refer back to it when you're planning the next trip. And I also talk about um, previewing the vacation before you take it. So before you go to an expensive hotel where you can spend thousands of dollars, maybe spend a night at a local hotel or at a friend's house that's even cheaper. So the child can experience what it's like to sleep in a bed other than theirs for a night. And you're gonna immediately see where the triggers lie. So if that child needs a nightlight, they need their favorite lamp, if they need uh, a fan to drown out the sound from the hallway, or if they just need uh, the ta- uh, the sheets and blankets that have the familiar texture and scent of home, you might want to bring them with you because you've decided that you discovered all this when it was cheap to do so. So that's always a good idea. Before you take a long car ride, maybe take a short one. Before you take a long train ride, maybe take a commuter line for 30 minutes so the child can experience a little bit of what it's like. Uh, you know, there are programs where you can experience Air, air travel before you get on the plane, at least the chaos of the airport. There's a program put out by ARC called Wings for Autism, and they have programs around the country. Look into that because they'll take you through arriving at the airport all the way through boarding. So and these are just yes. ways to experience. And I would also suggest creating a child-centric vacation, which means pacing. Your child can't stop at five different places the way you can before you had children. This is their vacation, not yours. Even if you think it's yours, trust me, if they're upset, 
your trip is going to be terrible. So you might as well make it your vacation and pace it so that maybe you go to one place in the morning and then spend the afternoon either in front of the TV or by the pool or the beach or something to decompress and also build the trip around the child's special interest. So if that child is in love with dinosaurs, why not go to a place that has a dinosaur museum? Because if that child has uh, that to look forward to, it's going to make the more mundane parts of the trip easier to deal with. What do you find parents have the most difficulty with? Is it the pre-stuff? Is it the flight itself? Is it in the middle or even wrapping things up? You know what the biggest problem is if they have a neurodiverse child is the fear of what people are going to think. And that stops them with with traveling. There was um, a survey done uh, back in 2018 of a thousand special needs parents, and they found that 87% won't travel at all. But of those, 93% said they would if they knew where to go and what to do and knew that they would be accepted where they went, which is another great reason to read the book. But that's what was stopping them is what people were going to think. Were they going to be judged? You know, would people think that they were terrible parents if their child had a meltdown? Would they think the child was a brat? And really, it's just an overload of, of sensory, just, you know, sensations and distractions that's causing that overload and that meltdown. Was there any surprises of what you learned when you were doing your research uh, for the book? First, the biggest surprise was how these tips can help all children, not just those with special needs. And I could see that I was sort of reading this and and wondering, why didn't I do this? I mean, this is not my story. I didn't do any of these things. And and at a, at the, when the book launched, my son was in the audience. He said, do you have any regrets about the the way we traveled. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I wish I had known all these things. I had never even considered, you know, having my child's special interest and creating a trip around it. And now I can see how wonderful that would have been. You know, so those were surprises. Also, I did not know, uh, and most people are surprised that there are a whole group of people, these certified autism travel professionals who can help you plan your trip. And know where the best places to go, where the people um, are skilled in helping people on the spectrum. And, and those are people you can really trust to design your vacation for you. Is there any special attractions that you want to put on the planning parents' radar? It's really going to depend on the child because all children are different. Some children absolutely love uh, theme parks. And you wouldn't think that a child who had sensory issues with like theme parks, but many of them love the feeling of the roller coaster and love the excitement of the theme park. And luckily, more and more theme parks are getting on the bandwagon and becoming certified uh, as autism friendly or autism's uh, certified autism centers. So you've got Legoland, you've got, um, wow. Now oh, they're yeah, all going out of my head. There, of, no, there's, there's a bluff from them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're all in the book. Uh, and there are aquariums like Ripley's that are certified as Sesame Place. Disney's been doing this for years, even though they're not, quote, certified autism center. But they have many provisions in place so you can skip the line. And uh, more and more places are coming up with sensory rooms. Uh, you know, I, I would always look toward a uh, a children's museum that has a sensory room. So there's a quiet place to go. A lot of these places also are creating sensory maps so you know where are the quieter places on property to go if your child is getting a little overwhelmed. Um, I'm big on outdoors and the beach as well. And, you know, if you go to someplace like beaches, 
that is a, an advanced certified autism center who's gone the extra step. It was the first in the world to be a certified, uh, an advanced certified autism center. So everything you need. Also cruises. Many of the major that about beaches. That's really interesting. Oh, yeah. And cruises yeah. too, huh? Major cruise lines uh, all have this training. Their kids clubs are certified to take care of kids. Royal Caribbean was the first to do this. There is uh, an organization called Autism on the Seas that puts together group cruises for parents of children on the spectrum. And then you'd have like some uh, people to trade tips with and commiserate with while your children are enjoying this great cruise. And the wonderful thing about cruises is there's so much to do that while your child is being taken care of, you have things to do and you can have some private time, you know, with your significant other as well. It's wonderful that parents now realize that these resources are out there for them. And so they're, they're not sitting at home, you know, I don't want them sitting at home. They they need to get out too. I'm a big advocate of travel. So I want for them and their children to go experience things. But what I hear you saying is that if there's not anything specific because it's child specific on what's going to be really uh, work for a family and what's not, you are now doing trial and error every time you kind of go on vacation in the beginning until you can kind of get a feel of this. That also in my head as a parent says potential meltdowns, potential uh, breaks in what might happen, like plans in our in our day and schedule. Any tips for dealing with that? Well, I would say that 75% of the book are strategies as opposed to destinations. So there's strategies of how to handle the problem so you never get to the point where your child has a meltdown. And it's really planning ahead, thinking through the trip from beginning to end, where are the potential meltdowns going to be? Like if I had a child who um, didn't like strangers or didn't like uh, odd smells, if I'm landing in a city, uh, I probably wouldn't take the free bus from the uh, that's offered by the hotel to go from the airport to the hotel. I'm probably getting a rental car or uh, grabbing an Uber or grabbing a taxi. So there I've cut out one potential issue is other people around, the smells around. I have my own private car. So things like that, if you just think it ahead and think and 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 think ahead in terms of safety as well. You know, if I'm going to a theme park, I'm pretty much going to take pictures of my children in their clothes of the day, every day of that trip, since God forbid they get separated from me. And I'm going to sew a GPS into their clothing. And I'm going to make sure that my number is and name are written on their arm and covered with liquid bandage so that sweat or rain doesn't wipe that away. So that I have that assurance that um, if God forbid they get separated from me, I'm going to be able to be reunited with them pretty fast. Well, I'm curious, how did the idea of this book come up? Well, to be honest with you, when I needed a book like this, maybe 20 years ago, it didn't exist. So I, being a travel writer, I decided to write it and I started doing some research. I spoke to some autism and ADHD experts, such as Tony Atwood, who is big in ASD circles. I spoke to uh, Ellen Littman, who's very large in ADHD circles. And I had a great interview with them. And then I kind of hit a wall because there are not a lot of people back then who were talking about autism and travel. Uh, and I did not know where to go 
to get more interviews because you can't stand on a corner and say, hey, who has autism? So uh, it wasn't until a group called IBCCES came up with a designation called the Certified Autism Travel Professional that I knew exactly how I wanted to write the book because these are all people who have uh, special needs children, most of them, uh, and they've dedicated uh, a percentage of their their uh, travel agency practice to helping people who are neurodivergent. Uh, And um, they were very generous with their time and introduced me to other parents. And then I had a book. Uh, Who should be looking at your read? Any neurodiverse child uh, or parent of neurodiverse child can benefit from this book. And that would include um, autism. That would include bipolar, uh, Tourette's, ADHD. But honestly, what I found were the tips for special needs children applied to all children because all children are creatures of routine and they crave predictability and travel is anything but. So if you want your child to have a successful trip, best to use the tips uh, to introduce them to uh, the concept of travel and create some of the pre-trip strategies that I talk about in the book and create a child-centric vacation that works with their pacing and also with their special interests. So how can we get a hold of this book? It's everywhere that you might buy a book, but if you want to find it easily, go to my website, which is travelingdifferent.com. You'll find uh, an order page where I have links to all the different places you can get it. You can also order it online from any independent bookstore, as well as Amazon, Barnes & Noble, all those places, or the publisher. Um, or what I really would love you to do is ask your local library to order it too. So people who can't afford it have access to it. If people are resonating with exactly this topic and they want more, how can they reach you? I always love speaking to readers, especially parents who I've helped. If if somebody has had, um, if I've opened up the world to someone because of this book, I'd love to hear it. And if people have um, an alternate experience with any of the places I've mentioned, or maybe they've come up with a better tip than and I've gotten from the people I've interviewed, I'd love to hear that too, because you may end up in my blog. You may end up in a future edition of the book. Uh, my email address is in the book, but also there is a contact uh, place on the website where they can send, they can shoot me a note and I'll be in touch. Thank you so much for being here with me to Don. I really appreciate you. Thank you. I hope today's episode brought value to you. And if you would like to become a more impactful parent, download the Impactful Parent app. The Impactful Parent app is free to download and full of episodes just like this one that's going to help you in your parenting journey. Carry help and tips and parenting resources right in your pocket so you can refer to it when you need it most. Plus, when you download the Impactful Parent app, you're also joining a community of like-minded parents who also want to be the best parent they can for their child. So download the app for free and discover new parenting techniques that are going to help you in your parenting journey. Join a community of like-minded parents who also want to be the best they can for their child and discover new techniques just to make your parenting more effective. All of this and so much more can be found inside the app, so go get it today. It's either on your app store or at theimpactfulparent.com. But until next time, you got this, parents. I'm just here to help. Thank you for listening today. Remember to subscribe and share this podcast with a friend. 
And don't forget, the Impactful Parenting Podcast is an extension of the Impactful Parent community. Go to the Impactful Parent website and download the free Impactful Parent app so you don't miss a parenting tip that can help you and your family. Thanks for listening today. So go to theimpactfulparent.com and see you next episode.